The Introduction of the Author of On War This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Timothy Ferguson On War by Karl von Clausewitz Translated by Colonel J. J. Graham Introduction of the Author That the conception of the scientific does not consist alone or chiefly in system, and its finished theoretical constructions requires nowadays no exposition system in this treatise is not to be found on the surface and instead of a finished building of theory there are only materials the scientific form lies here in the endeavour to explore the nature of military phenomena to show their affinity with the nature of the things of which they are composed nowhere has the philosophical argument been evaded but where it runs out into too thin a thread, the author has preferred to cut it short, and fall back upon the corresponding results of experience. For in the same way as many plants only bear fruit when they do not shoot too high, so in the practical arts the theoretical leaves and flowers must not be made to sprout too far, but kept near to experience, which is their proper soil. Unquestionably it would be a mistake to try and discover from the chemical ingredients of a grain of corn the form of the ear of corn which it bears, as we have only to go to the field to see the ears ripe. Investigation and observation, philosophy and experience, must neither despise nor exclude one another. They mutually afford each other the rights of citizenship. Consequently, the propositions of this book, with their arch of inherent necessity, are supported either by experience or by the conception of war itself as external points, so they are not without abutments. It is perhaps not impossible to write a systematic theory of war full of spirit and substance, but ours hitherto have been very much the reverse, to say nothing of their unscientific spirit, in their striving after coherence and completeness of system, they overflow with commonplaces, truisms, and twaddle of every kind. If we want a striking picture of them, we have only to read Lichtenberg's extract from a code of regulations in case of fire. If a house takes fire, we must seek above all things to protect the right side of the house, standing on the left, and, on the other hand, the left side of the house on the right. For if we, for example, should protect the left side of the house on the left, then the right side of the house lies to the right of the left, and consequently, as the fire lies to the right of this side, and of the right side, for we have assumed the house is situated to the left of the fire, therefore the right side is situated nearer to the fire than the left, and the right side of the house might catch fire if it was not protected before it came to the left, which is protected. Consequently, something might be burnt that is not protected, and that sooner than something else would be burnt, even if it were not protected. Consequently, we must let alone the latter and protect the former. In order to impress the thing on one's mind, we have only to note that if the house is situated to the right of the fire, then it is the left side, and if the house is to the left, it is the right side. In order not to frighten the intelligent reader by such commonplaces, and to make the little good that there is distasteful by pouring water upon it, the author has preferred to give in small ingots of fine metal his impressions and convictions, the results of many years' reflection on war, of his intercourse with men of ability, and of much personal experience. 
Thus the seemingly weakly bound together chapters of this book have arisen, but it is hoped that they will not be found wanting in logical connection. Perhaps soon a greater head may appear, and instead of these single grains, give the whole in a casting of pure metal without dross. End of Introduction of the Author Recording by Timothy Ferguson, Gold Coast, Australia